Hello and welcome to the Brand Nurture Podcast, the show that's all about expanding what's possible and building a brand and a life you can't wait to wake up to. I'm your host, Emily Cecile, brand designer and marketing strategist, here to encourage you to build a brand that allows you to share your passion while enabling you to live your life outside of it. Through marketing, branding, mindset and more, each week I'll be pulling back the curtain to provide sustainable strategies, inspiring insights and transformative tales to help you grow your brand claim your dream life and realize that you are not alone. Grab a cup of coffee and join me as we explore what it takes to build a brand and a life you love. This is the Brand Nurture Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Brand Nurture Podcast. I am thrilled to have you here with me as always and I'm excited about what we're talking about today mainly because it's about lessons. I think that lessons are so important Not just because I was a complete nerd at school and legitimately would go back to school if I could do it all again. Not because of like the social aspect as an introvert, like realistically, that doesn't actually appeal to me that much. It's actually just for the learning because I'm such a lifelong learner that I would do that all again. And my partner thinks that is so weird, but there we are. So yeah, today is about gleaming lessons from, I'm going to call it cultural phenomenon because I think it really did take the world a little bit by storm. And that is Threads. If you don't know what Threads is, it is a text-based social media app launched by Meta, very closely linked to Instagram, possibly rivaling Twitter. The jury's still out on that one. But yeah, it's the introduction of Threads. If you were on Instagram about three weeks ago, you probably saw all of the posts coming out because they are so closely linked. And I really want to talk about the launch of this. So let's dive into it. So as I said, Threads is a social media app designed by Instagram and it's completely text-based. So although that you can post images, it, the idea of it is to be a text-based conversation space for our audience, which sounds like a super refreshing take from the highly curated world of Instagram, which I think it is. But I think that there are some really incredible things that Threads have done and some massive successes and some also maybe lessons that we and setbacks that maybe we could learn from on ourselves and use in our business to make sure that we are providing the best experience for our clients. So to give some context, Threads, I'm pretty sure, is the fastest growing social media app ever. It got 100 million users in the first week which is just staggering. And a big reason that I think that they managed to have that level of quick success is because of how easy they made it to join. So if you use Threads, you know that literally all you had to do was download the Threads app and you could import all of your information straight from Instagram. So you can import your photo, your bio, like literally everything that was there for your Instagram profile could have been imported to threads and including your followers, which is crazy. Like I had 50 followers before I even joined the app because you had the option to just follow everyone you follow on Instagram, which meant that people, and to this day, people that don't even have threads accounts probably have followers because their followers from Instagram have just followed everyone. So I think that's one of the massive reasons that it did so well is because they just made that user experience so streamlined and so easy. Like if there was any sort of barrier to entry, I think it would have significantly changed the result that they got and that fast growth that they saw. So for me, that's lesson number one. 
you want to make the process of working with you or the process of clicking purchase as easy and streamlined as possible. Any potential sticking points or barriers will be a hindrance and will probably make people drop off. So I think that is lesson number one. Make things as easy as possible. Eliminate any friction because I think it truly will make a difference in the overall satisfaction and the overall conversion rate. So I think that for me, that's lesson number one. Streamline your user experience at the point of sale. I recently had a really interesting tactic for this removal of the barrier to entry when you at purchase or just after purchase. And it's by Shannon Matson of The Social Bungalow. And she was saying how when she does free trainings and things, she houses those free trainings within her Kajabi, which is the platform that she uses to run all of her courses. So that when people sign up for these free trainings, they have to create a Kajabi account. And by doing so, if they purchase a course from her, they they don't have to go through and set up a Kajabi account after they've purchased. It's already done. And that means that they can jump straight in to the course and really hit the ground running. And I thought that was really interesting because though, you know, creating an account doesn't seem like something that would be a massive struggle. It's just one more step for someone to take. And we live in such a instant gratification led world now that that one extra step can truly be the difference between enhanced engagement and satisfaction and you know, a course living in your course graveyard or in the bookmarks on your laptop for the rest of its days. And I just thought that was really fascinating. So lesson number two that I think that we can glean from the introduction of threads is the fact that people, including the app itself, really had no idea what they were doing. Threads launched with the approach of, we're going to launch now. It's not perfect. It will evolve over time and we're okay with that. And I think that that is a really powerful stance to take in a space where perfection is usually rampant because, you know, in the tech space, we expect things to work perfectly and they led with an approach that just was not that vibe. And I thought that that was super interesting and really inspiring as business owners to know that we can embrace this imperfect action stance and just get going and improve over time. And that's okay like imperfect action is better than stagnant perfection. So if you take anything from this app, it is to really seriously take that messy action. You know, share that reel, post that blog post. Nothing has to be perfect and taking some action is better than no action. And as someone who is a recovering perfectionist, I really try to take that to heart because for me personally, I think it is a lesson that I will need to hear over and over and over again and we'll continue to need to hear over and over and over again. But it's something that I take a step towards every single day. I am quickly interrupting this episode with an announcement that I don't think will shock you. I believe that branding matters. Your branding is the face of your business, introducing you to audience and customers. And let's face it, first impressions matter. That's where we at the Sale Creative Studio come in. Whether you're looking for one-on-one consulting to provide you with high-level expertise and strategize your next steps, or you're looking to step into that new era for your brand with your strategic brand identity, we are here to help you reach your goals and fall back in love with your brand. Head over to Cecil Creative Studio to learn more about the services we offer and how we can help you achieve your wildest version of success. Now, back to the episode. 
I mean, this podcast is a perfect example of that. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. We're on episode six. We're still finding our feet. Am I so, so happy that I'm having this space to connect with you wonderful people in the audience? Absolutely. I love it. And I'm really, really enjoying it. So, you know, take that messy action. Okay, lesson number three is actually on the back of lesson number two, but in a completely opposite direction. So I mentioned that the app had admitted that they weren't perfect and that they weren't really sure how people were going to react to it. And that meant that everyone joined really quickly and didn't really know what they were doing. And that led to a really fun space on the app. The first like three days felt like Facebook 10 years ago. Everyone was just posting their thoughts and chatting in the comments. And it really did feel like a conversational space. And that's like such a beautiful thing to have in a space where Instagram feels so curated. And the the barrier to entry for TikTok can feel a little bit overwhelming if you're not someone who is very comfortable being on video. This text-based conversation-led platform was refreshing. However, I have spoken to maybe five or six different people this week about how they feel about threads now. And most of them haven't touched threads since about the first week. And I think that's because this sense of no idea what you're doing, this is exciting, only lasts so long. After that, I had no idea what I was doing. And as someone who, like I said, is a bit of a perfectionist and has a lot of other things to be juggling, like being a parent and being a business owner and being a facilitator of change within my clients' lives, I didn't know what I was going on there for. I'm, as an introvert, I'm not naturally someone who's like, oh, I want to share all of my thoughts. And I'm not naturally thinking, I want to know everyone's thoughts. And to be honest, that's the same reason that I haven't had Snapchat since I was about 16, because as rude as this may sound, fundamentally, I don't really care what people are doing on their daily lives enough to want to watch their Snapchats or hear their constant thoughts. I mean, I have to look after a whole other human being and run my business. And like, I just, there's so many other things going on that for me personally, I don't feel like the app is exciting to me anymore because I don't know what I'm doing. And I think that this gleams a really important lesson for anyone who has maybe a membership, a course, a community, a kind of space that they're facilitating. The role of incentives and encouragement is really important. Say, for example, that you run a course. If people get in there and after a few weeks, they don't really feel motivated to keep going, then they're probably going to drop off. And I know that that's an issue with a lot of courses that I've taken and that a lot of people take. We buy a course and you start it. And like I mentioned earlier, it, it lives in your course graveyard and you, you know, you see it in your bookmark, bookmarks tab every three months and you say, Oh, I need to get back to do that. But then you don't. Having incentive and encouragement strategies to help people on their journey of using your course membership community, whatever it is, or in this case, app is going to be really beneficial. Like if I had a reason I knew why I was going on two threads and how it could have actually helped me, then I might use it. Do I understand that threads is helping people grow their brand's personality? 100%. Like humanization of brands is something that I am constantly harping on about and will always be telling clients is really important. But for introverted business owners, it's not something that's going to be coming naturally. And I think that's okay. Maybe in six months when I've figured out or other people maybe have figured out 
how to use threads to actually help my business, that's a whole different story. And I'm talking about this from a very business-led place because that's why I use Instagram. Fundamentally, I mostly use Instagram because of my business. I use it to attract clients, I use it to connect with my community, and I use it as a space to show my work and my portfolio. Do I feel like Threads is necessarily the right place for me to be doing that? Not really. Because yes, because it's text-based, and yes, as a strategist, I have many things to say about brand building, but I don't necessarily feel that Threads is the place for them because people are looking for that more off-the-cuff, authentic, personal connection-based stuff that I personally am not in a space to facilitate sharing. So lesson number three, guidance, incentives, encouragement, all of these things are really, really useful when it comes to facilitating the change in people's lives and continued engagement. So if you have a course or a membership or a community, keep that in mind. I do want to note here that your experience of threads may be completely different to my experience of threads and completely different to the people that I've spoken to. Maybe if you are extroverted a little bit more than I am, then you're really enjoying sharing your threads and having those conversations with people. And, you know, it's a space that you're really, really enjoying. And if that's the case, I would love for you to drop into my DMs and tell me your experience of threads so that I can build this into a conversation because it's a space that's so new and with a hundred million people using it, it's inevitably going to be different for everyone. So, you know, if that's you, do not take what I am saying as fact. I'd love to hear your side of the story. Okay, lesson four is something that I think they've done incredibly, and I've already touched on this a couple of times, and that is the authenticity and personalization. So Threads has allowed users to share content in a way more intimate and personal way than Instagram has felt in many, many years. And the importance of this authenticity and genuine connections in social media platforms is missed. I saw so many posts talking about how refreshing it was to feel this sense of genuine community online. And I thought that was really, really beautiful. So if you can in any way truly authentically build connection and foster authenticity within your community of your brand or if you can in any way build a personalized experience for your audience I really really think that this is a beautiful thing to do and in the rise of AI a very very important thing to do okay lesson number five is going against the grain to be completely honest we have been told over the past two three years and I say told loosely because I think we can all see and feel and live it that Short-form video content and video content in general is the way that the world is moving, it's the way to get the best engagement, all that kind of thing. That's the narrative that we've been living. And then Meta come out with this app that completely defies that expectation. Is it a completely brand new idea? No, obviously not. You know, Twitter's been doing this for years, but there were a lot of issues with Twitter and the kind of culture that is within Twitter, and threads seem to have negated a lot of that negative culture due to the fact that it's so closely linked to Instagram and people's identities that there isn't that negativity that's usually associated maybe with the Twitter brand. I personally can't touch too much on that because I've never been a big Twitter user. But I know that that is the feeling that a lot of people had is that Twitter is fairly negative in comparison to threads. So I think that the lesson that we can glean here is don't be afraid to put your own spin on something that's already there if you can see a better way of doing things. 
or you can see an opportunity that possibly hasn't been tapped into properly yet. Just something to think about. Okay, my final point is leveraging what you already have. You likely already have an email list or another social media platform like Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. And as a small business owner, if you're not leveraging the fact that you already have these things to A, expand your reach and B, not reinvent the wheel every single time you're posting something, then you're really missing a trick. Now, I'm not going to go into content repurposing. If you do want to dive into that episode four, which I will put in the show notes, I had a fantastic conversation with Anna Shield, which is all about content repurposing and using what you already have to expand your business. But I think that this point needs to be touched on is that you don't need to reinvent the wheel. And as we wrap up today's episode, I want you to consider how you can leverage your existing network and your existing platform to expand your reach. How can you collaborate? How can you create meaningful partnerships with other people in your network to help you to reach new audiences, grow your brand, and ultimately get closer to the vision that you have for your life and your business? So that is all of my lessons that I think we can glean from Threads. Again, this is an app that is a baby. It's three weeks old and we have no idea where it's going to be going. So, you know, if you're listening to this episode in six months time, a year's time, who knows where this app will be. And I will probably do a recap in maybe a year and we can see where it's gone, talk to people again and really watch this evolve because I think it's a really interesting space. I mean, a hundred million people using an app that's brand new. It's a very, very fascinating space to be in. And I look forward to seeing the evolution of it. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I really, really appreciate you spending this time with me. I hope you found this episode helpful and feel free to share it with your friends. Leave me a review on the podcast. It really, truly does help this podcast grow and reach more beautiful humans just like you. Until next time, I am cheering you on. Thank you so much for joining me today and for listening to this podcast episode all the way to the end. I truly appreciate you being here. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to encourage you to leave a review as this helps us grow and reach more like-minded individuals. Plus, if you have feedback, episode ideas or questions or just like to connect further, please find me on Instagram at The Thill Creative Studio. Shoot me a DM and let me know you're listening. Until next time, friend, I'm cheering you on.